y'all welcome back to a podcast you didn't ask for but you get in anyway it's another episode with your girl your host day cotton candy hentai girl and my best bud brian yay yo (laughs) um okay so we are here today with a bonus episode that means you are getting another one on my normal scheduled um release date which is on thursday this is just a bonus. Um, so Especially I tried considering to... the news. No, we, we, couldn't, we couldn't stay with We really couldn't because this is um, focusing on something that's kind of serious. We had a bonus episode planned for Mother's Day. Unfortunately, had some serious technical issues. So <laughs> we decided mm-hmm. that uh, we will just do this one as a bonus episode and hopefully fix those issues at some point Mm -hmm. um but yeah so today's little bonus situation is about our really well known in our community and by our community i mean african-american black people community Mm -hmm. um i don't really think many other communities know that much about him um but yeah um, we are talking about Kevin Samuels. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, rest Polarizing in peace. Polarizing man. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely, definitely, uh, <laughs> we know that his body isn't cold yet. <laughs> um, it's so not cold no- yet. He Mm-mm. ain't in the ground yet. Like, no, nope. it's fresh, like super fresh. Oh, yeah, still. So- um, you said you that you had the reports and stuff, right? Yeah. So, so the police report for for his unfortunate passing states that on May fifth, twenty twenty two, a police officer arrived to the scene at at Kevin Samuel's address, and that's where he saw he saw him unresponsive, <laughs> and then met. The woman who was there, uh, I believe her name is Miss Alcantara. She stated that she met Kevin the previous night. They had dinner. She went over to his house, spent the night with him. On the on earlier that morning, he says that he he's feeling something going on, like a tightness in his chest, and she asked him what's wrong. He falls over on top of her and at that point is when she called 911 while she's on the phone with 911 she was trying to you know perform CPR resuscitate him because she is a nurse and so she's trying to you know keep him alive responsive but by the time the fire department police showed up he was unresponsive uh at that point they took him over to they were able to use a defibrillator. They got him responsive. Like they got a heartbeat and stuff. But by the time they made it to the hospital, that was when he ultimately passed. Aww. And you know, so they they tried to they tried to revive him, but for one reason or another, it just unfortunately just did not happen. Hmm. That's so sad. That's so and sad. The- yeah, in terms of wanting, in terms of having to go, I would 
not want to go like that. Like, it just wasn't sure. Like, that was as far as we know. And, the, and then with that little bit of info, the rumor mill started. So some people were saying, like, oh, like, when he collapsed on her, it's because they were in the middle of having sex. And then that's when he had the heart attack and he collapsed on top of her. Um, other rumors are that he allegedly has like a thousand bucks in his bank account, and so I heard that one. <laughs> they have to start a GoFundMe to pay for like his funeral expenses and and whatever. Like I haven't checked to see if that actually started yet, but <laughs> I would not put it past someone to set something up for him. I would not at all. Just to, just to give it that, like, extra boost of truth, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. So the reason why I wanted to bring this out today, excuse me, even though I'm trying to avoid the Manosphere talk, um, is because Kevin Samuels actually did help me with something. Um, mm-hmm. Knowing that I came fresh out of a relationship um, of eight years, I think you remember. I was just calling you and yeah. asking your opinion on him because I was baffled. Uh, I was very emotional when listening to him, and my normal brain, which is um, the way I make my decisions, the way I basically move, was it, it was something was clicking. But I couldn't get past it for feeling weird. Mm-hmm. Like I kept feeling away. I kept feeling like um, saddened, and ang- I got all these emotions going. Right. Um, but one, of, I saw. I would listen to his lives and stuff like that because I'm freshly out of a relationship, freshly back on the scene, um, and. Uh, yeah, it wasn't uh it wasn't like a positive feeling. I wasn't f- out here feeling like, "Oh man, I'm so happy to be on the streets." So it was definitely not where I was. Um so I was having issues because the men that um I was like talking to um they weren't that great out there in these streets. And I was like, okay, well, maybe not a lot of them want relationships, right? And that's how I stumbled on this man because um, he was very determined to create black love. Now, Mm -hmm. my opinions aside on black love is definitely like something, yeah, we should aspire to because it would be nice to have like black people be empowered, family dynamic and all that um, makes you proud to be who you are and all that jazz. Um, however, due to my likes, my, my interests, my hobbies, I wasn't expecting that, to be honest. (laughs) I was not expecting (laughs) that. I was half expecting a white man or an Asian guy or Spanish person. Um, but I haven't really dated many Spanish people. So I Mm -hmm. was assuming Asian, white or mixed race, some, someone. Right. Um, most of the guys I've been talking to and I fell head over heels for afterward were white and from other countries. So <clears throat> I was definitely feeling that instead mm-hmm. of, you know, thinking that a, a black man was going to want to like wife me up basically. 
So stumbling upon Kevin Samuel's page, I was harassing Brian. I was like, have you heard him? Like, what do you think of his like talks and speeches? And I remember you telling me that Sharice didn't like him, right? Right. No, because like he like to me, he is a like the one thing I could definitely say about him is at his core, he really tried to have black men and black women together. He really did try to kind of elevate black love to have what he felt like were like-minded, like same plain field type people together instead of just having usually women go for, or rather I should say usually black women go for like the type of black men that he felt like were just unobtainable for them. So I feel like he really, at his heart, he really did believe that he was trying to build up the black community and like I and so, agree. I, so i heard some of his clips i heard some of his stuff and like and i know you shared a couple of it with me and like what makes him so polarizing is that the way he talks about black women like the way he kind of like structures them is mostly what turn Sharice off all the way because like it, it's basically just d- like the way he sounds he comes across like he's disparaging black women like he's just saying like the new modern age wave that black women are like is terrible and like you keep like that they keep wanting the most but expecting the least that you know all of the that you know oh you're so it's because you're too independent is why no no black man would want you. It's because of this is why no black man wants you. Basically putting all of the onus on the on black women and not so much on black men. But he did occasionally, you know, say that black men needed to do better. But if you were to weigh that, 95% of that was still scaled towards black women. And Like, he definitely, he had his audience. Like, he knew the kind of people that he was speaking his message to. Like, he knew the kind of people that were going to respond. And so, do I feel like he believed every single thing he said? Probably not. But did he understand that what he was saying, whether people loved him or hated him, was going to draw more attention to him? Oh, he definitely understood that. Like, Yes, no doubt about wholeheartedly. that. There was no doubt about that. Um, in me trying to do research on him before listening to more of his um stuff, was he used to do um videos on men, basically telling them lose weight, um, you can't change anything about your height, lose weight, go get a job, work, like 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 basically get off your butt stop expecting a woman to baby or mother you um because that's not what they're there for um there were a bunch of videos i had found of him going in on men and he did this for such a long time but the but one of the issues i think was that was the problem was that like he'll better up all these men and then there are no like decent women out there for these men that he better to find um and i remember that that was like one of his earlier videos 
um, because a guy called in and was like, you know, got all these like gold digging women, blah, 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 these city girls, all the after is money and stuff like that. So <laughs> I personally feel, I know like my feelings toward Kevin Samuels are not as um, left leaning. So which would put me in this like pick me state, right? Like stupid, but it put mm-hmm. me in this pick me state. But at the same time, I didn't agree with everything he said. Um, but what happened was, okay, so I listened to a couple of his stuff and I got my feelings hurt because I am in my mid thirties. I am a single mom. Mm -hmm. kind of felt like i'm not at the weight that i'd love to be because i did put on relationship weight i want to say um unintentionally um but yeah i did and then covid happened and then i just didn't even realize so um i wanted to say that majority of what he was saying is kind of true but it wasn't because I'm not looking for a high earner. I'm not looking for a six figure man. I'm not looking for any of that. Right. My niche person has to accept me for the fact that I have colored hair because that was definitely an image thing. Mm-hmm. Um, when you do, he's an image consultant. And when you're an image consultant, it's based on first glances. First glances at anyone will tell you, Hey, look, Image consultants get you hired for jobs, get you the look to put your foot in the door and everything else is on you. Um, Everyone has that like initial reaction to how you physically look. And if you're not put together, right, it won't, it won't appease a lot of people's eyes. Men tend to be more sightseeing or like visual creatures in comparison Mm -hmm. to females who base your value on your insides and what you offer and all that jazz. Um, However, when we're attracting mates, we also value physical appearance way over anything else. As much as girls like to say, oh my God, I like him because he's so... No, they definitely value physical appearance um, because you have to turn us on for the most part. You have to get Mm -hmm. our internet developing. So men, women put down men all the time. Like it's not even a big thing to, it's almost kind of easy to do so because we don't expect guys to have those kinds of feelings, even though they do. Um, But then they're also the same sex that we're supposed to be attracting. So in that sense was the issue. So when I was young, the reason why that I understood his way of thinking was because I grew up around a ton of dudes, like literally a ton of dudes. Like I, my, all my friends were guys, each and every one. And to the fact of, I couldn't really make friends with girls because I felt like they were too catty and annoying. Um, so listening to guys talk, boy, and they were boys at the time, of course, and then they grow older or whatever. Listening to how they talk, how they looked at girls, how they viewed the opposite sex or viewed whoever they were interested in it's very similar to how kevin samuels talks so that was why it didn't offend me i don't know if a lot of women have opportunities to be around a ton of men and understand how they think instead of trying to change it they're not being gross they're doing the same thing that we do (laughs) i remember having funny 
talks with my best friend in high school and we'd be like, you know, how much, how much, how big do you think he's packing? Neither one of us had <laughs> sex, but we were checking out guys and trying to figure out their peen size because we were interested and curious. Like it was just something that we did. Um, it is no different than when guys oogle us because we're wearing half naked clothes. Now, whether or not we're grabbing crotches and, you know, rubbing up on people and inappropriately touching, that's all different, right? That's all. Yeah, you know, that's a different like, ball game. Yeah. Right. That's all different ball game. But when it comes to just looking and commenting, that's like not uncommon. It's not. Not uncommon. And the fact that like these women complain so much that we they base guys base the women on physical appearances like well yeah don't you <laughs> like, i was like yeah they do um go ahead sorry i know I, I was gonna say like i i also think another part of him is like something we alluded to in the past episode with like with um what's her name and like the people that would go on try to like find potential partners and stuff and like putting out what they want and then another person like the guy does like oh she has to be at least an eight or higher because that's what i'm looking for like i feel like for kevin he went to black women and kind of attacked like their like their goals and aspirations like the kind of man that they wanted and like if like if you attack a someone's like personal goals or like their belief system, it's gonna be a flight or fight response. And to yes. most of those women, they're gonna fight back. They're gonna they're gonna take it to their core, like yeah. almost any person would, because like you're telling you're telling me that what I want, what I truly believe is wrong. And trying to shove this here where this doesn't feel right for me. This doesn't suit me. And so that backlash is going to be very real. And since, since he, since he died, like all the backlash has been very real with like, it's so loud. It's so loud. People are heck of disrespectful. I definitely understand that people were offended by a lot of stuff he said because he did a lot for clout. He did a lot for the attention. He did a lot. Hate is so much stronger than love. I hate to say that, but it really is. Like if you want to get a bunch of followers, you want to get the most views, you got to have people tune in to curse you out. Like it's It's true. It's sad. It's so sad. It's how Facebook is these days. Like they'll let, like they'll let certain people say whatever they want to other people of color. But then when those people of color respond, they're the ones that are getting their comments deleted. They're the ones that are getting their accounts suspended or banned for 30, 60, 90s or their accounts disabled completely. Cause they realize that the more interaction you get is not with people sharing you know, uplifting stuff, but a people nope. like sharing the most ratchet, yep, mean spirited. Yep. Like I'm gonna say this, and yep. I'm gonna get all these people to respond to me, kind of things. And they know, they know they should get rid of the people who started it, 
But they realized if we leave them on, they're gonna they're gonna say more stuff, and it's gonna make more people respond, and yeah. then it's gonna make more people go on Facebook have a have a piece, have their own say, and it's just gonna keep going that way. So they so people like Kevin, stuff like Facebook, they feed on the negative energy. They feed on the ratchetness, the chaos that continues on. Sorry to cut you off, but that's exactly what he did. The girls that would come up on his show, on his lives, they they were the worst representation of Black women out there. They were dumb. I remember listening to one early, early on. It was like last year around uh, springtime, around this time. Mm-hmm. This woman was drunk or high. She had five kids and she wanted to get married, but she wasn't really taking care of her children. He asked her, what kind of job do you have? And she was like, she doesn't have a job. She's collecting unemployment. And he was like, okay, is that all you're doing for unemployment or something to that effect? And she was just like, you know, I have my ways. I have my ways. So that means you're in, you know, drugs, you're conning men, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, it's not like, oh, I go to a job to to do my children. I'm not hustling to make sure there's food on the table for my children. And the children were up. It was like late. It was like 1130. And it was just like, she was not bright. So he was able to like, this these were the representation it was one woman who called in to say yes she thinks that women should be um submissive and stuff like that like she was just trying to simply say the stuff that she wanted she thought that kevin wanted to hear and then while he's still talking to her he breaks down her actual intentions and i'm just like i don't think these women that call in they fuel his nonsense. If there's not one woman who doesn't call in combative, the few that do call in and they're like telling Kevin that they helped him, they helped them in their marriage and blah, 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 and stuff like that, those were very few and far in between because mm-hmm. that wasn't getting the ratings. That's not what women wanted to hear. No, women wanted to hear someone yell at him. Someone wanted to hear, well, you know, F you too, or, you know, stuff like that. You just felt like, they deserve to be respected even though they didn't earn any of the respect. And I feel like that's like important across the board. There is a study, sadly, Matt, uh, Facebook and I, what his name? Facebook mm-hmm. and I used to um, laugh because there was a study done on in dating apps. The mm-hmm. least the least dated race for females is black and the least dated race for Asia, for males are Asian males. Um, Asian males have gotten a bump up thanks to BTS. Um, the, 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 the cute Asian man that's on um, that uh, Marvel show, the Marvel movie. I forgot his name. Um, well, Shang-Chi? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was his, do you remember his name? I don't remember his oh, name. S- um, I think it's Simon Lu. Yeah, Simon Lu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, because he's handsome. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we used to giggle that we were like the bottom of the barrel dating each other, right? Um, sadly, that hasn't changed too much for black women. We have such a horrible stereotype of being loud, aggressive, unwielding, um, 
unable to unable to be malleable. And yeah. I think that's that's the part that is such a turnoff for guys because they want to def- to protect us and defend us and be there for us and take care of us. But if we're going to be very aggressive with our like <laughs> responses and our retorts and how we interact with them, then it's like then when they go elsewhere and find a woman that's more docile and then they're we're mad because they did they found mm-hmm. love somewhere else it's no different for me i was like you i was on a clubhouse and this guy was like making me feel funny because i date outside my race i date whoever is willing to date me love me take care of me offer me the world that he can as best as he can give it um and it doesn't really matter what race they are and then he was upset at the thought that i'm not solely finding those black men you point me in a direct oh i found one but point me in a direction of them and then i would gladly this one like it's not like i'm avoiding them it's just whoever comes up to me i'm just not solely keeping my blinders on for one nationality when that's not where their heads at i'm listening to stories I watch um, Kendra G's like lives and these mm-hmm. men are just having babies, no, no plan on settling down, no jobs, no, no plans. Like, so then if you base like where you dating on like that market, you're like, Ooh, like the, the choices are horrible. Exactly. Like we, like we, like, as men, as black men, we do need to do better. Like, you know, whether or not Kevin was the kind of man that he was saying that black women needed, like, mm-hmm. you kind of, like, we kind of want, we kind of, you know, want and need, like, the best versions of ourselves instead yeah. of the stereotypes that, you know, keep coming out. Like, it, yeah. We we continue to perpetrate the same stereotype. Same with women. We do need to be better. We do need to be better. Um, We shouldn't be allowing uh, any old dude come into us and allowing us to have their children, especially now with abortion laws being so um, finicky at the moment. Like, we really shouldn't be having six children by three idiots like of course you're not going to have the best life outcome and then you're going to complain about broke dudes but these are the true these are the dudes that you've chosen to let inside of you like it's not i think that's the that was like the ultimate like situations let's cease having a bunch of children and focus on like maybe helping the community grow better Uh, there's so many things that we could be doing Except it mm-hmm. almost feels like we are defeating ourselves when it comes to certain things. Yeah, and not even not Man. even just this topic. Like there was, a, I was having a whole nother topic about gentrification in certain neighborhoods and how we defeat ourselves. <laughs> like I'm just like, there's you can blame a lot of people for a lot of things, but at some point you have to figure out, okay, what is it that I can do? that would make a change but not everybody's willing to do that right like we like for gentrification like it's oh it's hard because yeah no that's a whole nother topic i I don't even wanna yeah yeah that's a toe dipping 
that's not me. Oh. I don't even. I can't. I can Yeah, that's a different topic. Yeah, but yeah. one of the thing I noticed was that you know, with the cele- with the you know, a lot of women celebrating the fact that he's dead, and then you have these guys that are just you have people that are just like, but a person's but a person's died. How can you keep? You can't be celebrating that. Blah blah blah, and it's wrong. And so, to one point, it is wrong. To another point, you know, a person's gonna. S- celebrate or take whatever news of certain persons passing however they however they're gonna take it but my thing is you know you got to keep that same energy like for the for the for the people that are just like how can they celebrate a person passing and he's trying to uplift us and stuff you need to keep that same energy for the people whether outside or inside your life that you can't stand that offend you to your core for whatever reason and feel like and and see if you can keep that same energy see if you don't be like you know i hated this person with my guts but i'm still mourning the fact that he's no longer on this earth because if you really can't do that then you have to be comfortable with being a hypocrite and if you are then more power to you but overall like People are gonna if they're gonna celebrate, then they're just gonna celebrate. It's just it's just how it is. Like I think it's just um, a testament of like how people are. That's really what it is. It just yeah. makes people it makes people kind of like <clears throat> saddened to hear. It's like you know we all have a horrible family member, unless that family member was beating us and um, you know raping us or any of the above of like super negative things mm-hmm. for the most part if they were just simply mean and never gave us birthday money and just like yelled at us all the time like when you go to the funeral you just may not cry you know yeah like you'll mourn maybe a little but mm-hmm. you won't cry or it won't affect you as hard but celebrating hmm I don't know. I mean, everybody celebrates death differently, and that I do mean celebrate because I know that for my dad, we tried to make jokes and stuff because that's what he wanted. He didn't want us to like cry and stuff, but I know how difficult that can be. It was like hard. I think, but I think of it more in the sense of like public figures, like especially like public figures that like a lot of people hated. Like I can, like I can almost guarantee, like if someone, like for example, Putin were to die, like tomorrow. Like a lot of people would celebrate. We'll celebrate. Like, You're right. And, and and ultimately you can't really tell people how to mourn, to be honest. Yeah. I think that's I think that's also kind of an issue. It's just sad to hear people laughing and saying stuff is just really what it is. Cause you you can you know what it is? People who generally think he's a decent guy deep down are just gonna mourn the fact that he's dead, right? Yes, you didn't agree with everything that he said, but you're just going to mourn the fact he's dead. Then mm-hmm. you have the ones who've hated his guts and felt like he was the number one enemy, and they're not even thinking about being sad for his death. They're mm-hmm. quite happy that they don't have to tune in, you know, however often he had his live just to, to hear that Black women aren't great, you know? Uh, so, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just... um I don't. I don't know. So I. I just think that like that's that's the that's where we're at right now. And 
uh, everyone's entitled to their opinions. Um, I think that a lot of, uh, we need to be a little bit more open-minded and be open to criticism. I think that's also like a huge problem. No, you don't have to take everything that that guy said. Because, yes, I didn't either. After I realized that he was not talking to me, I mm-hmm. literally, everything that he was saying was bouncing off me. Literally everything he was saying. Yes, I did yep. feel the pressure to meet someone before my looks fade. Yes, that is very true. Because unfortunately, that is how I'm going to like reel anything in, in my opinion. I got to still look cute. I got to still look attractive. I still got to do all of that. Um, but other than that, that was the only thing I was feeling concerned for. It's like when I hit 40, I wasn't expecting to be like, you know, super appealing to most because they want younger. I'm not really wanting to have children. So that's, you know, another thing that's not going to, so that I'm, I'm slimming my pool. I'm slimming my, my, you know, the fish that are going to be in the pool that I'm going to want to date. Mm-hmm. And that is an issue. So, and that's really all I took from it. It's just that my pool, when you're 25 and 27 and you got your head kind of on your shoulders, you know, you have a giant pool to pick from. And he's oh, just yeah. saying, that don't limit yourself to that executive pool that you may not even have credentials to get into because everyone has their own like credentials. And I think that's why it was such a big problem. Plus I would hear horrible stories about like um, these like um, working women who work really hard and they care so much more about their career that they out rank or like outwork their husband. And then they are so bent on making a name for themselves. They start to ignore the family and then think that their husband isn't great. There was like literally a story on TikTok. This woman, she shares how she started. She got like a promotion at her job. Next thing you know, promotion, Mm -hmm. promotion, promotion. Then next thing you know, how she no longer, she saw her husband as like worthless. Like he wasn't doing enough. She's like, I'm over here doing the most and you're not doing enough. So to him, he's like, you know, but you're working. Someone's got to watch the kids and everything. Um, so that was like an issue, but it was on, it was on, um, the, it, man, I wish it, I, wish I had the, wish it, I had the TikTok. It sounds essentially like like a role reversal. Like she was the breadwinner, he was the stay at home dad, because you know they had a family and like someone has to take care of them. You can't just you know let your kids just run out in the streets or whatever. And you know she kind of saw him as as less because he either wasn't making as much as she was, or he just like he was taking care of the family, which is something that. If you're working all the time, you don't see. And that's right. and that's kind of the thing. Like to most men, yeah. when they go to work, they're at work, they work hard, they come home, and they think their wives haven't really done anything where they're also working, taking care of the kids, making sure that the exactly. home is stable, making sure that everything else is fine. So that way when that guy does come home from work, he yeah. doesn't always have to do additional work at home. Yes, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, so that's like, that's sorry to cut you off. That is yeah. definitely the, what that is definitely what happened. The roles reversed, and because it wasn't his normal to 
do dishes. It wasn't his normal to take out the children. It wasn't his normal to do house cleaning stuff. So that she would come home and the house is not as clean as she would like it, or probably she used to do it. The kids are not as kept as she used to do it. Um, stuff like that. And then she's seeing him as like worthless, but that's not something that he was used to. The roles were changed. You know what I mean? Like, so then mm -hmm. eventually, of course, she starts seeing him as less than a man. She cheated on him with some guy at work and got a divorce and then realized everything that she'd lost in the, the search of like being a career driven woman. So it's like you, you see those stories and you, I'm pretty sure they're a lot more popular because I've heard lots of women go like, I need to make a name for myself before I have a child. You know, like they, they feel like they have to do all this stuff. And I'm like, but then why didn't you do this before getting married? Why didn't you, because, you know, why, why, why do this and have a family? Because if you're going to have I, a family. I honestly feel like, oh no, I I didn't mean to cut you off, but I honestly feel like they did that because like, you want to, you want to have it all. Like you want to have both the, both the work life that you want and the family life that you want. But usually, depending on whatever position you have, yeah. one tends to come at the cost of another. It like, really does. It really does. It really and, does. So that's that's the struggle I'm having. I'm I'm I have a, a basically a I took a pay cut to stay home with Evan multiple times multiple times to be able to take care of my child, be a part of my child's life on a daily basis. I can't, I don't, I feel like that is too expensive for me to risk me staying at a job for more hours than I need to. And then I could be home for my child. Yeah, we may struggle a little bit, but that's like, I'm sacrificing that for the family. You know what I mean? So that's it, like a different, I don't know, exactly. it's different. No, it, it's different and it makes sense. It's, it's like, what are you willing to lose to get mm -hmm. the things that you really want? Like, if you right. really want this position, what are you willing to give up? Like, even if you don't want to give up anything, eventually you're going to lose some things trying to hold it all. Like, yeah, we only it's have true. so much space. And then eventually yeah. some things are going to slip, they're going to fall. And next thing you know, like some of the things that have fallen are things that you really wanted, but you realize it a little too late. Like now you have the position that you want. But now you have to keep working to maintain that position and it makes it that much harder to go after kind of the stuff that you want. It's like going from going from like, you know, lower poverty to somewhere being like in the upper class and then, you know, just trying to like re try to still be. It's. It's something that I've seen in like in like the hip hop scene where like a struggling rapper makes it to the big time. His album's number one. He's getting the record deal. He's going on tour, but then he goes back to his old neighborhood because he still has that love for the neighborhood. But then the people in there is just like, oh no, you sold out. You don't live here no more. You're not one of us. You changed. And, yeah. and it makes the little person feel bad, but it's like at my yeah. core, I haven't changed. I'm just like things happened and I adapted, but who I am at the end of the day didn't change. My situation mm. did, but it can't, you can't expect me to 
have all this money, all this fame, everything else, and you know, and essentially stay the same. Yeah, like something is going to change. It's basically like learn nothing. It's like yeah, yeah. yeah I do agree with that. I, I like. I do agree with that. Yeah. Hmm. So even though you took the pay cut, like overall, you still see it as a benefit because you're you're there for Evan. You're there to you know see him grow and make sure that he's okay. Like, yeah. It's like um, the situation I'm in now. It's like Brownie likes he likes he has like a goal that he's trying to he's trying to compete. I don't know what his timeline is. I should probably ask him now, like what his timeline is. But um, he works a lot. He works a lot, a lot, and I don't get to see him as much as I'd like to. I don't get to bond with him as much as I'd like to. When I do get to see him, he's kind of like tired, and then he that. But that's his essentially so then it's like kind of up to me if i'm willing to sit aside and like take that kind of part well when you're with someone that's like trying to work to a goal yeah you have to either figure out if you're going to be behind that and support that or maybe that's just not for you but then it's going to be hard to do that in like a marriage and you don't talk to your partner about it yeah i don't know know. you're at you're, but you're absolutely right about that. You're like you'd have to talk to your partner about it. It's like it's like wanting it's like being attracted to someone who is actively fit, and that person who is actively fit is doing the work to make sure that they stay actively fit. But you, right, you have to be willing to let them, you know, go out for if they like to go on their morning jobs. Let them go out for their morning jobs. Let them mm. go out and go to the gym for like you know whatever two three for whatever amount of hours to maintain right. that. Like, if you feel like, oh, but you have that body, why can't you, you're like, you don't have to go to the gym as much. You can spend more time with me. Like, but that's taking away from them being actively fit. And then Fact. next thing you know, you like, if they acquiesce to that, and then slowly over time, they go to the gym less and less. And then they're not, and then they don't look as fit. And then all of a sudden you just go to like, oh, how come you don't look the same as you used to back then? Like, because they gave up their time for you because yeah. that's what you wanted. Like if you yeah. wanted them to stay a certain way, then you have to allow them to kind of be that way. If that's what drew you to them, you know, then allow them to maintain it. And if they're going to change, then they're going to change on their own. And then you have to see if you're still going to be okay with that or not, but you can't be mm. completely blind to it. You know, it's just yeah. got to, allow them to just come into their own person yeah uh, I, yeah i definitely agree with that i think that a lot of people just they need to understand relationships i think that's always that's always the big thing it's got to understand relationships it's a give and take um there's all so you just have to be malleable a lot of people have to be malleable it's not saying that you're willing to change everything about who you are to appease your partner but it's at the same time be open to appeasing your partner like what the heck i don't know i think that's um i think that was a really that that was like the only message i got from <laughs> kevin that was it that's really it i i was just like oh okay that's i mean everything else yeah you know that he was doing it for the hype you know he was doing it for the people for the things and stuff like that and he said the same harsh stuff to men no different and 
quote, women are perfectly fine pooping all over dudes, but when we have to hear criticism, it's very different for us to hear. Most of us, not me, because I can being an artist, I feel like we hear criticism all the time. All the so time. <laughs> I'm so used to hearing it, that's not a big deal. But not every artist is used to hearing artists are used to hearing criticism. And I know that can be difficult to hear at first. Um, but it's just simply probably trying to tell some people to be realistic as all. But don't have your head in the clouds too opportunity. Like maybe yeah. there's someone that's closer to you that's willing to give you their world. And just because they don't make six figures, you're not going to look at them. That was basically what I got from uh, Kevin Samuels. But since I'm not really caring about the six-figure part, <sighs> I didn't have an issue. So, I mean, like, for, for all the stuff he said that, you know, disparaged and tore down Black women, which, you know, a lot of people, myself included, feel like was a little bit too much at the same time. He did have some gems. Broken clock is the right twice a day. You know, analog clocks. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, he did, like, he did have some truths. And he did end up helping people. It's just, mm-hmm. like, the ones that did not like him at all are a lot louder than the ones that he did help. Is the ones that he did kind of, you know, open their eyes and realize that, hey, maybe I should change the way that I am to match what I want. And like he he did help people, even if the people he helped, you know, also have really kind of crappy views, usually towards Black women. He still helped them and, you know, they still hold him in high regard, even if, you know, for, for some of it, he did it for the hype more so than that's what he truly believed but yeah at the end of the day he really tried to like help bring black people together to bring black love together because you know for me at least like black love is really just something special it's something that you just are not gonna see anywhere else i have to agree i haven't i haven't had it in such a long time (laughs) <laughs> that it is it feels different mm-hmm. it, it feels different i i didn't uh i didn't think about that before uh to be honest it was just like a okay but um it just feels different it's like i remember a comedian jumped on um was on the kendra g's thing it was like i don't have to explain my blackness and i was like i don't i don't have to explain it Right. So sometimes, even when you talk to other POCs, it's like, yeah, we all have similar situations, but being black is so different. And I don't have to explain being a nerdy black person to another nerdy black person. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's like we get it. Like we understand. It's like I don't. We can vent. We can talk about it. I don't have to explain why this is. I don't have to explain too much about it I, I don't mind explaining to be honest but man it just feels nice not to have to yeah like it, it feels great to have just some things just be universal to us and that it's that is just second nature because yeah. it's it's what we grew up with it's what we experience and like we see something and we just and it's like having a whole book of just insider jokes that you can share with each other and like 
only you can understand it. And it's almost to the point you don't even have to say anything because you're both thinking the same thing. You really don't. Uh, and I, <laughs> not that I took it for granted. I just didn't, I hadn't had it in a long time. So yeah. it just felt nice. It feels nice. It's like, um, it's just, and it's a particular, it's a particular black person I need to date because I can date like a regular black person. It was funny. I had an opportunity to date like a regular black guy. And um, I just know that it wouldn't have been the same because he's not from the same, not cut from the same cloth, essentially. Mm-hmm. You know? So <laughs> it's just nice. Um, but yeah, so those are our opinions about Kevin Samuels. Rest in peace. Um, it is. I am sad that he passed that way um, before growing, before changing, before figuring out that this is not the best way to get his message across. Um, I don't know about yeah. all the extra rumors, but, um, you know, I do appreciate him for helping me find myself because that's exactly what he helped me with. Um, so I had to jump on and talk about him a little bit. And um, yeah. yeah. I feel bad that he passed. I also feel bad for the nurse because I know she tried everything she could to save him and still didn't. Like she like she knew mm-hmm. who he was, but she wasn't able to save him. Like I know she feels terrible. And like the freaking like conspiracy theory rumor, like, oh, she was sent to kill him. Like, I find that to be so ridiculous. That's extra. Like, we're not gonna feed into the extra <laughs> and, like exactly. like rumors and stuff. Um, because what would have how what kind of blessing would have been if he was saved and then he realized the error in his like media ways and was like look i'm gonna come at this a different way right um, you know he could have gotten that kind of thing and mm-hmm. maybe just would have been a different person but we'll never know now so and everyone yeah. pooping on his grave is like <laughs> you know uh, i mean he he reaped what he sowed and he sowed a lot of issues. So I don't know. That he did. <laughs> so, but thanks for watching our bonus episode. Our normal episode will be out um, on Thursday as normally planned. Um, I'll be throwing this one in on my feed as normal. I think I made a reel about him too. Um, and I, again, I am doing this episode solely because he did help me. Um, you know, I didn't agree with everything he said. We both didn't agree with 100% of the stuff he said. Mm-hmm. However, um, he did, I think deep down, I don't think he was a horrible person. So um, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please follow us on Spotify. Please comment on the post if you disagreed with anything that we said or have a conversation with us. I would love um, to have that discourse. I, I welcome all of it. So. Uh, Thank you for listening and tune in again in a couple of days. (laughs) Bye. Bye, guys.